Hey, hey, everyone, this is Savante, and on today's episode of Dear College Students, I have a very special guest with me who's not only a leader in his community, but also a very influential person and has been my best friend for over 20 years. And with that being said, I would like to introduce to you all Eric Popin. Now, a little bit about Eric is he's a 23-year-old graduate with philosophy with a minor in cognitive science. Now, during this episode, Eric will not only be talking about how he likes to do film photography, likes to travel, and enjoys learning and expanding his knowledge about different cultures. He will also be talking about some of the obstacles that he had to overcome in order to get to where he is today. And with that being said, Eric, I want to start off by you telling the audience about some of the places that you've traveled to and some of the places that are still on your bucket list to visit. Hey, man. Um... So a couple, I, I've been to a lot of the major cities of the U.S. now, which has been super cool. So D.C., New York, L.A., um, you know, like Atlanta, Baltimore, places like that, um, Chicago. Those have all been really cool. Uh, I just recently got back from Thailand, which was absolutely awesome. Um, that's where my family's from. So I got to see like the village and all of that stuff, but also go see Bangkok and Chiang Mai and stuff. Um, and then bucket list places, man, I think, you know, after seeing like a lot of the, a lot of the country and hiking both, both of those mountains between the Rockies and, um, the Appalachians, I think it's more countries now. Um, so, you know, a little bit of Europe, South America. Um, I got some friends over in Kenya who said that I could crash with them whenever. So I might take them up on that. And of course, more of Asia, but uh, you know, the bucket list just keeps expanding on places to go. Wow, wow. And Eric, with that being said, tell me about some of the obstacles that you had to overcome in order to get to where you are today. Yeah, um, I think a lot of them wasn't even to get where I am, but it, it inspired me a lot to do to do things I do. Um, you know, I'd say, I'd say a big one uh, was my, my dad. Uh, a handful of years ago, he got diagnosed with a brain disease and through that, um, I, I dropped out of college the first time to, to come back and kind of like be with him and, you know, work and all of that stuff. Um, and then just seeing like, like his memory loss and then hearing stories and then all of this stuff. It, it was, I don't know, I, I realized I didn't really want like a nine to five life um, that if or when that inevitably will, you know, happen to me. Like, I want to make sure somebody can tell me about some of the adventures I've went on and and make sure I had like a, a life that I was able to explore. Um, and so I think that, that inspired me to just, just go out and see everything. And then um, when he was sick, part, part of it is he lost his memory and a lot of his coworkers, they got together and they made, they made a photo book for him, a picture of them and a little bit about them. And it brought so much joy to his wow. face whenever he saw that book and he would go through it and see his co-workers and those that were close to him and I thought to myself man like how cool would that be um to do that and so I, I picked up the camera and I started you know taking taking pictures of my life so I could go back and mm-hmm. you know just kind of see how I lived and and stuff like that to kind of preserve those memories and those emotions and I don't know if I'll remember them when I see them but I'd rather try than mm-hmm. not do that but I, w- right. I would say that's like the biggest one man was just was just my dad and his disease and and a lot of it was you know a lot of it was time and patience and figuring it out and going through experimental treatments and you know the financial troubles that came with it the emotional troubles that came with it but I think through it a lot of it just inspired me to to like 
I don't know, just just to pick up and, and go places and see things and meet people and and just do it, you know. Now, what inspired you to um, actually enroll back into college? Uh, having the opportunity to do so, um, my dad was at a point where he was stable enough to be on his own. Uh, my mom started working again, so there was going to be a bit of income in the house, and uh, neither of them had like gone to college like growing up and you know my dad worked at Walmart my mom would work different like uh, receptionist jobs and stuff like that growing up and like you know money was never money was never there and um it I got a degree in philosophy so it probably won't be there for me either but nonetheless uh (laughs) it was you know college was was viewed as a big deal and it, it was viewed as like you know something that you should do because we have the opportunity to do so and so little people like take you know like realize that you know like there are places where, where college isn't even an option. And I mean, I, I had to like pay for my own college and you know, everything that came with that. And that had its own troubles. But the, the fact that we have the ability to go right. is something that at least I was taught, like I should, I should take up. And if I wanted to join the workforce, I could, my parents were super supportive in whatever I did. Um, but college was like, that was the prestigious thing. Um, and that, that was something that we have the ability to do. So, so we should take advantage of that. And so, knowing that I could go back um I just you know in a way I wanted to better myself through the education I would get um which is why Mm -hmm. I chose philosophy but I still wanted to make them proud which is why I went to college instead of you know watch some watch some like YouTube or Skillshare videos or something like that yeah I, I definitely see what you mean there because like you said you know a lot of us um I feel like a lot of us really take education for granted because oh yeah you know you know for me it was more so yeah education might be taken for granted but it's just like we really need to capitalize on it especially here in america you know a lot of people don't realize how much we take for granted like people wish that they were in the shoes that we're in and you know whenever i get down about my life sometimes i really sit back and think like somebody always has it worse than what you do yeah you know 100 percent now with that being said, what's some of the biggest failures um, that you've had and what have you learned from them? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> dude, I, first off, so many in general. Everything was a learning experience, I feel like. But mm-hmm. I, I think two big ones, um, just on, on two different sides of like the, the college coin, you know, one of them, academically, I didn't, I didn't like get a chance. I didn't know my professors. I, di- I didn't get a chance to talk to them. Um, I know you talked about it in an earlier episode about like, hey, get to know your professors, they're people. Um, but I, I never capitalized on that. There was one professor I went to his office hours a couple of times, um, but everyone else, I, I showed up, I learned what I needed to, and, and I left. And that, that messed me up on a couple ways. One, I didn't get an opportunity to meet the people that I wouldn't mind being in their shoes and be like, man, how did you get here? What were some of your struggles? Like, um, you know, clarifications right. on different things instead of just like reading over and over again and really like trying to figure out like, you know, a lot of the, the questions and the problems that we were going through in class. I could have just I could have just showed up there and asked them and they could have helped. But also like if you're trying to go to grad school, you need recommendation letters. And you know what? I'm going to be real. Like I don't have any for them. I got one professor I can call up and and I know he would give me one. But the rest of them, they don't know my name outside of an attendance sheet, man. Um, and I would say I would say that's one failure. Um, I'd say another one on kind of like the less of the, the side of academia and more on like the personal side was um, I, I was ashamed of where I came from. Um, and, and I think that that affected me in a lot of ways, mentally and emotionally. Um, like I, I was ashamed of, of my, 
you know, my dad's uh, health. I was ashamed of my family's financial state. Um, in a lot of ways, I was just ashamed of where I came from. And so because of that, I kind of hid that from the people I was meeting. Um, I kept a lot of my relationships like surface level and then I would get really deep, but I would skip everything about me. You know, like I like because of school too. I had you know I had that skill to to ask deeper questions and to keep digging into things and and to look around. But I used that to find out more about people. But I never reciprocated any of those questions toward me. Um, and and the reason I, I would say that's a mistake is because in doing so, because nobody knew me, I felt lonely. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that like of course like you're not going to find like there's never going to be someone with your exact story right but if nobody knows your story to begin with you just feel misunderstood and you feel alone and you feel like there's nobody that's on your side but that was a lot of my doing and my putting up walls and not being willing to share and the like toward the end of college like you know the friends that I did make the ones that I did open up to being around them that's when I didn't feel lonely. That's when I didn't feel sad. And, and like, we didn't have the same story by far, but I knew that mm-hmm. they understood me and where I was coming from. And because of that, I could be my full self, you know? Wow. Now, with that being said, what's one piece of advice that you would give to someone that um, wanted to really enter into your major for college? Oh, for the major, dude. Um okay. Man, I, I would I would say, like, first off, if you're going into philosophy, kudos for you. There are going to be so many people telling you, like, <laughs> hey, like, don't do that. You're not going to make any money. You're going to end up in the unemployment line, all of that stuff. But if you're going into that field, more than likely, one, you already know that and you have bigger plans. Or two, you're utilizing education to better yourself. And that that's the right. main thing that I would – that's the main piece of advice I would give to anybody going into philosophy is – Take, take the tools, take the resources that you've learned and not just the analytics of like, you know, like picking things out in a text, but also being able to like dissect people's statements and look outside the box and think critically and differently about things. But use that in your everyday life. Use that in whatever job you're in. Use that with your friends and like help people think more and understand more, but not in the annoying way, you know, because then you just become the pretentious right. one. But do it in the way that actually helps people because you have that ability and that's isn't that the point of philosophy in general is the love of wisdom and just not to keep it all to yourself but to share it and to, to help people grow and then grow with them too by you asking those questions have you asked yourself those questions and just figuring things out together I would say so use those skills right and you know even with me and my social work um, major you know a lot of people are saying how you're not going to make enough money and this and that but then, yeah. you know they fail to realize money really isn't the key to happiness you know there's plenty of million and billionaires out there and they're miserable yeah and if you really love what you're doing the money's going to come regardless oh yeah you know what i mean 100 percent. and exactly and what are some like goals that you're working on right now maybe like personal goals personal goals man i'm i'm actually working on a couple of things none of none of them are like you know these crazy crazy big things they're all like right now i'm focusing on on a lot of the little things um right. a lot of the realizations that i've had were all kind of toward the end of my college career and i realized that i've i've neglected a lot of myself um and and i hope this doesn't come off like in an egotistical way but like i don't mm-hmm. re- like i'm still learning on hey how do i channel my emotions like how do i figure these out like how do I how do I take time not to 
distract myself um, uh-huh. with the mask of asking other people things, but asking myself those same things, um, which I guess has been a theme of what I've been talking about, just asking myself these questions. Right. Um, but that's something I'm realizing is like, how, like I, I, I take the opportunity to know a lot about others and I try to, and not just about them and their personal lives, but like, you know, just like if somebody has a passion, like they're into biking, like, oh, I want to know everything about that because I know it interests right. them. But then like, like, what about, what about me sort of deal? Um, I just, I just realized I don't know much about myself and in a time, like when you're postgraduate, like you need to start figuring out kind of where you're going in life, but how do you know where you're going if you don't know who you are? And so I guess the big thing is just trying to figure out like, kind of who am I? Right. Wow. And who are some people that you really look up to? Oh man, dude, I think. The people that I look up to, like, if anybody's listening to this and knows their names, good for you. Um, but, like, they're, they're people who are kind of, like, the ones that are closest to me right now. Um, but they're the mm-hmm. same ones that it just, like, are they picked up and they're, they're living their dream. Um, they dropped what they were doing, you know. Um, and they're just going out and doing it despite what society says. People like people like Mark Voles and Fabio Galizia, Kyle Nelson, um... Caitlin Fettig, Ricky Capoli, yourself, man. Like, like y'all are y'all are people who just like you have a dream and you're going for it. You know, you, you didn't you didn't listen to society when they said like take the safe option. You didn't listen to society when they say abandon ship. You you have a skill set, right. you want to use it for good, and you're going out there and you're doing it despite the obstacles. And that's what I admire. And that's that's the kind of people I look up to. Those who are willing to, to say, like, you know what? I know what the world is saying, but I'm not going to listen to that because I have a dream and I'm just going to pursue it no matter the cost. Wow. Now, before you leave this earth, what impact do you really want to leave? Like, what is that one mark that you want to leave on this earth? Dude, yeah, I've thought about that a lot, man. Um, I think a legacy that I would want to leave is w- one that, that people can talk about in whispers like i like Mm -hmm. the guy that shot he like he he was just sitting shotgun next to you or he was driving and y'all were talking and you know like while somebody was having a breakdown or talking about their dreams i'm the one that encouraged them to go do it or like like i don't know just like having Mm -hmm. a beer somewhere like you know someone's talking about their life and just being an ear for them to to vent and not judge them for anything just out like to secretly empower people one-on-one is something that I I love doing and like before I leave this earth if if there's if there's a handful of people that were able to make huge waves and help society out because I just was an ear to them or because I said honestly you should do it or just if if I could if my little statements and just a little sacrifice of time was able to help somebody create ripples on the world that's that's what I want to leave, man. And I don't know if that makes sense, but just like being that little voice in their life or that year that they needed to go complete those big dreams of theirs. It makes perfect sense. Trust me. And with the last question, it's um, what is one piece of advice that you would give to a college student going through a rough time? Oh, man, I would say find the community um, and not just like, oh, like, let me let me there's a group of people over here let me just join them but being selective about your community finding those people that will encourage you and empower you but also challenge you 
and that'll be there for you. You know, the same people that you're going to go out with and, I don't know, like play pool or something, but have those same people be the ones that are asking you the hard questions and are checking up on you with life. You know, the people who aren't afraid to be real with you, but the people who you can have fun with too, the ones that, you know, that share common interests, but you can grow in each other. And um, I, I love film photography. Uh, I think it's so fun. And I have a bunch of friends who are into digital and we help each other out. And now they're getting into film and we can share with them. Or like my friends that'll surf, like I'm learning from them and that's something I'm interested in. Uh, I got my motorcycle license with a friend who just was also interested in it. And it's just these things that we have mutual interest in to have fun, right? So it's something to blow off steam and and to de-stress and to, to partake in just like a fellowship. But also these are the same people that during those activities or afterwards or on the drive there or something, we're asking ourselves like the hard questions of like, hey, how are you really? Or how is this going? Or like, where are you struggling right now? And, you know, those people who are able to have that balance with you, that community, that family, I would say find that. Wow. Wow. Eric, I just want to truly say thank you so much for taking time out of your day um, to be on this episode. I'm really humble and I really appreciate you, all that you do, our friendship, which like I will continue to say <laughs> has been for over 20 I years. I literally don't know life A lot without of you. you can't say that. <laughs> Right. And, you know, I just want to say thank you as well to all of my listeners who constantly support the podcast. I can't thank you all enough. I wouldn't continue doing this if it wasn't for you all. Thank you so much. And just please continue to like, subscribe and continue to listen to your favorite episodes. And I just hope everyone has a great day.